Hey guys, this is Brent Lamb from the Brent Lamb Podcast, and welcome to episode two. I want to introduce to you the uh, the brains and the producer behind this whole idea, my daughter Haley. <laughs> my official title. <laughs> yes, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Dad? I'm doing good. This is episode two. So I know, it feels good. Yeah. It's, it, I said it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Step away from the podium. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so um, should we start for people that have never heard of me, which is uh, most it, people? No, Dad, you're super famous. Yeah. You're, you're so famous. That That's something that happens all the time. Somebody, <laughs> like even the girl that cuts my hair, she'll say, He's famous. It happened last week. I went and got my hair cut, and, and I walk in, and one of the girls goes, he's famous. And I said, yeah, that's why you had to introduce me and tell her right. my name. You know, if like real famous people walk oh, in the room, gosh, nobody says, to say it. you know who that is, right? Oh, it's like, gosh. golly. So yeah, in, I guess in very, very small circles of people, they might know who I am. And then beyond that, they might know what I do. Or, well, you're famous in my heart, Dad. Jesus oh, is yeah. so gross right now. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. But um, for people who may not know who you are, who mm-hmm. Brent Lamb is, do you want to give us a little, a little bio? I was born at a very early age. Oh wow, interesting. In Nashville, Tennessee. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> We have so much in common. Um, and I lived there for 45 years. Okay. But I started my music career. I was a regular dude in high school and raised in a great family uh, and just started writing songs because my dad said, you can do whatever you want to do. So I never knew I couldn't do it. So I just started writing songs. And... By the time I was a senior in high school, I was in a band on a tour bus traveling full time. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it you missed graduation. I didn't miss it. I just didn't go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hated school, except for creative writing, wood shop. I mean, I loved all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, got, I was on a bus, and then that band w- went for about two years. And then that band was over, and so I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to book myself. I didn't know anything, so... The wisdom of my dad said, you've you got a month to find a job or book dates or whatever, but if you don't have anything, you're going to go to work for me, <laughs> which was probably the, the greatest thing that could have ever happened yeah. because I started welding door frames and grinding door frames and hauling door frames on, you know, on a flatbed truck to construction sites. And it, I hated everything about it. And so it was the best motivator to say, all right, I got to write songs. Yeah. And so I did that and uh, I would always sing at church, you know, and but like they would have people sing a solo or something every now and then. And so instead of going down to the Christian bookstore and getting one of the popular radio Christian hits, I would just write a song. And, and it, you know, it was Nashville, so... You just know people from church, but you don't know what they do right. in the music business or even if they're in it. And I sang a song, and this guy walks up to me and goes, where'd you get that song? I said, I wrote it. And he's like, you wrote that song? And I said, yeah, I wrote it this week because I had to sing. And so he goes, 
is it copyrighted? And I was like, I don't know what that means. He goes, you know, like, is it published? And I was like, I don't know what that means either. And anyway, he was the president of Word Publishing. Oh, my gosh. But to me, he was a Sunday school teacher. Right. And how old were you at this point? I was uh, 20. Okay. I'd been in the band high school, 18, 19, and I was 20. And um, so that launched me. He signed me and to as, as a writer, a staff writer, and I was making more money writing songs than I was welding door frames. So I quit, quit my dad's company and went to writing songs and then I said okay I want to you know I, I would still get some invites from churches and schools and stuff and I'd go sing and just trying to make a living and I, I still lived at home uh, any of you young people like to stay at stay at home as long as you can because <laughs> you can't go back if you go back it's weird and so <laughs> so I did that and then uh, and that was the year I met your mom oh, she yes. moved God bless her yeah and uh she has a big part of why you're here. Right. Um, and so uh, met her, and then uh, we got married in 83, and I also signed a record contract that same year. Wow. Big uh, year. That was a big year, 83. And then um, it was also, that this, this can be a whole other episode, but um, I found out I was going to have a number one song in the nation on the charts, and the and – I was sitting at a red light hauling door frames when I found out. And I was no like, way. wait, what is wrong with this picture? I have a number one song in the nation, and I'm a truck driver. <laughs> so I just began to really hit it hard after work, and then I uh, there was parts and times I had to go back to work. And then I had I would go in really early, like like the 6 a.m. shift, so I could get off at one or two, and then I had the whole afternoon to go meet with people and write, and so just push, 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 push. Uh, in 85, we had our first child, and he brought a friend with him. Classic Brent Lamb joke right there, guys. <laughs> if you've ever been to a Brent Lamb concert, that is like top of the list, classic joke. It's true, though. It it's is like, true. <laughs> we wanted to have a baby, and then we had like instant family, and then... Four years later, you were born, and we've always another thing. We love you more because you came by yourself. Right. <laughs> and the first night home, you slept five hours. Yes. The boys. I am the champion. You of are sleeping. the golden daughter. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Then I was signing record deals and learning how to maneuver successfully through the music business because nobody teaches you that stuff. All of a sudden, I I was producing records for people and trying to help people get their career started. And my first studio was a sixteen by twelve barn, lawnmower <laughs> shed in the back backyard. Um, and I know if if there's probably people that are going to hear this, and so if you're one of those people that I produced your record in that shed in the backyard, yes, uh, we would love to hear from you. Oh my goodness, yes, yeah. please and reach out to us. So I did that, and then in the early, like, 90s, started doing country music, and that kind of turned around, and I signed a record deal in 94, and that was a country record, and that's a great story about how the Lord just hung around, because I had, I had learned how to do contracts, mm-hmm. and, and so we did that, and then Word Records in 95 heard that album, 
that I'd done, and they had started a country label called Word Nashville, and they signed me to Word Nashville. So then I was in you know main retail. I had a video on CMT and such a good video. People were starting to recognize me on airplanes, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm still trying to feed three babies, and you know, you think I'm a star, but like I'm just trying to make some money here. Right. That know? was um, Love Lives On. Love right? Lives On. That's well, a Tim, um, Tim Menzi song. Okay. And uh, the, he also wrote Mama Knows for Shenandoah. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, we'll post the video of Love Lives On <laughs> on our socials. It's so good. It was one of my favorites as a kid. And I still look exactly the same. Oh, my gosh, I'm... identical. <laughs> it's, it is so bizarre. I dye my hair and beard sil- <laughs> silver now. All right, so you've had a long career in music and ministry. It's so that crazy. went on. You say it ended in the early 2000s. Well... Touring full time, like I would do 150 to 200 shows a year because I was married and had kids, so I, right. I couldn't be an absent dad. So, but yeah, like we just worked hard, and your mom ran everything and kind of just ran the office. And sometimes from a pool float, <laughs> most times from a pool float, <laughs> actually, as we speak, <laughs> she is in the pool, guys. <laughs> yeah, she's always in the pool. So, yeah, so I did that, and then I started doing country stuff and doing, like, county fairs and, and, and had to get a band and a bus, and so the overhead went way up. But at the same time, I partnered with a guy that I love dearly, and we, we opened a studio in Nashville, and then we had a publishing company. And at, by then, I had enough cuts and stuff and clout that I could own my own songs, and so did that, so, you know, all those hundreds of dollars are waiting on you kids when I die. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so, you for that. And so, yeah, and then I got a call in 98 and said, from my manager, and he said, hey, you ever hear of Shenandoah? And I said, yeah, I'm a big fan. I said, well, I played them your record, and the original lead singer, Marty, has left, and they want you to sing for him. Oh, my gosh. Would you be interested? And I said, probably not. You know, because my plate was so full. Right. I, you know, I was a studio owner. I was publishing songs. I was writing songs. I was demoing songs. I was, I had hired a guy to plug the songs for me on Music Row. I mean, I was doing my own stuff and county fairs and country shows. I mean, it was crazy. It was a crazy, crazy time. And I was exhausted all the time. So why would I put one more thing on my plate? Yeah. So I told him no. And he goes, well, if, if you, think you would want to do it or you change your mind, let me know. So I hung up the phone. I was actually in my studio mixing demos is what I was doing. So I just picked up the phone. I called your mom and I was like, hey, babe, uh, Bobby just called. And Shenandoah wants me to sing lead for them. And I, she's like, like the Shenandoah, like the country group? I was like, yeah. What and she world? said, well, you said you'd do it, right? <laughs> I said, no, I told him. I wasn't interested, you know, my, my plate's pretty full now. And she's like, we need to at least pursue it. So I called him back and said, I'd like to meet him. And I actually, this is kind of a, a thing I don't, a lot of people wouldn't know, but I actually went and got all of my Shenandoah CDs uh-huh. and I took them and I met with Jim Seals and, and Mike McGuire. <laughs> and I said, if, at least if we, I don't end up being their lead singer, I can at least get an autograph. No way. I did. So I had all my Shenandoah CDs oh my in, in my truck. We talked and, and we had a kindred spirit. It just felt really natural. So I began singing lead for this Grammy yeah. award-winning group in 99, I think. 
And then I did that until 03, and I was starting to miss ministry, and and the schedule was getting even crazier. So I bowed out, and and uh, and then you know the rest of we went to California, and yeah. I became a pastor, and now I'm a pastor in Dallas, and I've managed some people, you know, here, and love that, but but was really missing ministry and being a pastor, and and wanted to write more. And and stay at home, you know. I see. I still get the tingles when I see a tour bus go down. Like, oh gosh, you know, I don't want to get back on that thing. But yeah, so I've been. I, I, all all of a sudden, it's twenty twenty one, and yeah. I've been at the church for nine years, and absolutely love it. Yeah, and you and mom have been married for how long? Pop quiz. Thirty eight years. Thirty eight. Okay. We and we we dated and were friends for two years, so we've been together forty years. Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. And what's she up to now? She is um, loving being a, a grandma. She's Lala. Yes, officially. Lala, Lala and Papa. Yep, Lala and Papa. She does that, but um, she has a part-time job, and she gets to work with her brother's wife and one of our daughter-in-laws that live here. She's and a people person. She's a people. We just we just people people. People people. All right. What about the rest of your family? Give us some. Um, Catch everybody up. Gosh, Hunter is married to Heather, and they have Noah and Knox and James, and they still live in the Nashville area. They're the only ones. They're the only ones. Um, Hunter has worked for Need to Breathe. He was in Paramore. He played guitar for Paramore. Then he's now been for the last I don't know, I don't know how many years. Coming up on ten years. I ten think. years with Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. Hayden. Uh, moved to Texas after he left. He was the drummer for Red. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt in the wreck. And then he got here. Well, he met Nicole. Yes. And they got married. And he has been working for... So many different bands. So many bands. Need to Breathe, Dustin Lynch, uh, golly. Toby Mac. Toby Mac. Um, uh, tons all of, over. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, uh, yeah he's, he's still on the bus. And that's... I'm so proud of them, and just don't make me get on the bus. Yeah. Okay, what about your favorite child? My favorite child. What's she up to? She is, uh, <laughs> she's married to... You know, I could, I I think I could actually do the introduction. Would you... Yeah, so Haley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. So Haley, tell me about yourself. Yeah. Uh, for the people that don't know you, you're the third child, only yes, daughter. the only one. And... Um, when I felt called to go to California, you were a ninth grader. Yes. I met the absolute love of my life. Joshua um, Barton. His name is Josh. And we have been married for 12 years. That's crazy, too. It is crazy. That is so crazy. I was a child bride, I need to point out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who let us get married that young. But yeah, we've been married for 12 years. We have two kids that are the coolest, Emery and Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And How old are they? They are seven and five. Seven and five. And they are both in school full time now. So that's where I've kind of got a little extra time. That's when um, you started pushing the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, and we're in the Dallas area as well. And love and life. What do you love to do? Like, mm. like hobbies? Well, truthfully take naps 
But uh, are, are you are you any good at it? I'm so good at naps because yeah, I'm I'm a professional. <laughs> I know too. your I mom know. is not. Your I, mom I is know, not. I know. I know. I got it from you. But um, if anybody out there knows the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram Nine, and we are the champions of naps. And I t- I really carry that with pride. Uh, I love doing photography. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it as a career. <laughs> oh, it's like woodworking for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I'll do it for my friends and friend of friends, mm-hmm. but I'm not really into like pushing it or um, maybe someday. And again, the kids are getting older, so I do have more time that's mine. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe, but for now and for the past few years, I've just really enjoyed doing it truly as a hobby yeah. and sharing. So what kind of pictures do you take do you do family 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 i like i like i call myself a christmas card photographer because i i don't really do it throughout the year very very often but then around the holidays i like to get those family shots in and um it it really does make me happy to think that people are sending out christmas card pictures that i took and yeah absolutely I That's love big Christmas fun. Cards. That's big fun, right big there. Fun. Big, big fun. We're having big fun. Yeah, and I have uh, really uh, talked my dad into doing this podcast. Truthfully, it was his idea first, but he said, "I don't know what to do with it." And I said, "I'll tell you what to do with it. We're gonna do it." He kept saying, "I don't think." I think I was FaceTiming you at seven a.m. saying, <laughs> "Hey, I got some ideas. We're gonna do this. I just need you to show up." Yeah. He's like, so if anyone is listening, please email us. At brentlampodcast at gmail, just to prove Haley is right because I, I don't, right. I still don't believe it yet. So I, I think I'm right. I know I'm right. <laughs> Got to have that confidence. But yeah, I'm excited to be here and excited for this. And well, I'm too. I'm getting there. I just, you know, yeah. I'm like, are we? You know, does anybody care? But you, you say yes. You know, we did in COVID. We lived through COVID and Snowvid. In 2020, and you talked me into doing the Facebook Live concert right here yes. in my little off- home office yes. studio. And I, I, I do have to say I was shocked at how many people listened and commented. Yeah. And so that was the beginning of me going, maybe she's on to something here. Oh, maybe she could be right. Yeah, maybe, man, the student becomes the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well. Thanks, for pushing me and asking questions and so now people will know who didn't know in the previous life of who I was <laughs> maybe they do now and and uh, so yeah this this was fun I, I hear the shut up music oh, starting yeah, to play it's like us. an award show you oh, know you're yeah. like I'd like to thank and then you hear the get shut up music get off the stage get off so uh, I hear that playing and so uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week I guess yeah thanks for listening guys please subscribe click that subscribe button um, and go ahead and follow us on Instagram we're at Brentland Podcast and uh, Facebook is just Brentland Music so check us out if you'd like to email us it is Podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and uh, send in some old pictures if you uh, if you have any Brentland concert photos or oh guys if you have merch we want to see it if you've got an old Brent Lamb t-shirt somewhere, oh my please gosh. send us a picture of it. We want to see it. And, I and mean, we'll post it. We'll- oh, yeah. We'll post it on the social so, uh, so everybody can see. But thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. I love you. I love you. Bye.